Ready? Let's go. Give me a vacation. Vacation. Give me a golf course. 70 courses. Let's get a water sport. Can I get excursions? We're watching. Time for chill vibes. Beach yoga. How about a garden tour? Give me a dolphin. What's that spell? San Diego. If you're happy and you know it, San Diego is the place to show it. Book your trip at san diego.org. Funded in part with the City of San Diego Tourism Marketing District Assessment Funds. You're ready for a comeback. And with Purdue Global, you can do more than take classes. You can take charge of your story, of your career, of your life. Earn a degree you can be proud of and get an education employers respect. It's time, your time, not just to go back to school, but to come back and move forward with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback at purdueglobal.edu. Looking for hair removal tools that not only deliver smooth results, but also make you feel totally in control? Enter Conair Girlbomb. They're like your secret weapons for smooth, sleek results. Made just for us. From the ultimate girl bomb grip to the professional grade blades. Say goodbye to settling for less. With Conair Girl Bomb, you get the precision and power that used to only be exclusive to men's tools. So take your hair removal routine to the next level with Conair Girl Bomb. Available at Walgreens. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable. Welcome to From Scratch, a production of iHeartRadio. I'm Michael Rollman. I'm a writer. I've spent the last 20 years in professional kitchens writing about and with the world's best chefs. The great thing about the cooking life is that you never stop learning. In this show, I want to go to the edges of what I know and then go beyond together with you, with all chefs, home cooks, and everyone who cares about food and cooking. In each episode, we'll talk with one chef and one non-chef about the same theme. On today's episode, we're going to be learning about preparing raw fish. Eating fish raw is my favorite way to eat fish. It's so clean, fresh, and nourishing. Frankly, I'm not a huge fan of cooked fish. Heat brings out the oils that make fish fishy. Eating it raw, you get only the fish itself and the seasoning you bring to it. And the quality of fish available to us now is unparalleled in our culinary history. It's also probably the easiest way to prepare fish. A good thing, because I'm not a great fish cook. In this episode, we'll discover a little bit more about preparing raw fish through the personal stories of two very special and different sources. We're going to hear from Chef Timon Ballou and tour the construction of his forthcoming restaurant. Baloo is an expert in probably all of the different global preparations of raw fish. He walked us through how his 20-year quest to learn countless cuisines was a mirror of his personal struggles to find his own identity. He also gives us high-level tips about preparing raw fish yourself. But first, our producer Jonathan met with a valuable member of Miami's local food community, Indira 
Funes. My name is Indira Funes, and I uh, operate and own Shore to Door Fish Market. Shore to Door Fish Market is a small shotgun-style shop in the Coconut Grove neighborhood of Miami. Indira, along with many locals, call it the Grove. The narrow market opens up from a small door along a busy street, Douglas Road, into a beautifully kept, funky, colorful shop that feels like it could be any place between Miami and Columbia. On the entire left half of the shop are polished stainless steel beds being iced down for incoming fish deliveries. On the opposite side are shelves of locally made jams and hot sauces. The walls everywhere hold pictures of beautiful boats, huge deep sea catches, and chalkboards which display the ever-changing menu of fresh fish and their prices. Indira spoke from the shop's backyard. She wore silver bracelets that occasionally clanged against the beach chair that she sat in, which was pulled up to one of her many shaded picnic tables. We wanted to learn about how to shop for great fish in your own community. But to begin, she started with her inspiration for opening the fish market in the first place. She told us that it comes from her vivid memories as a child growing up in the beach town of La Guaira on the north coast of Venezuela. She always loved the conversations she would have with the local fishermen. Uh, quite honestly, talking about the weather, talking about the ties, talking about the, you know, how, you know, what, what kind of catch they got, how, how awesome or how poor the catch was, things like that, really. What type of fish you caught, you know, how you're going to cook it, like, you know, uh, just things like that, you know. It was simple, but it was, but, it's, it, but it meant something, you know, it meant something because it was my part of my, our weekend routine to go to the fisherman and be like, you know, my parents would send us to go get fish or, you know, or we go to the beach and sit on the beach and the fishermen would pull up with their dinghies with the oysters and shock the oysters or, you know, things like that, you know, it was a lovely time there for sure. One thing that Indira expresses through her work at Shore to Door is her passion for presenting natural resources just as they are, fresh and pristine, smelling of the sea. Mother Nature to me is perfect. And, you know, if I'm in the cold countries, you know, uh, areas, I'll have like peaches and I have to because I feel like that's what the vitamins that my body requires. Weird, I know, but that's how I feel about it. And, and that's how I grew up, really. For Indira, the term local is essential to her way of life, not just her work. I believe that you should eat whatever is local. For your, for your health, you know? Like if the mango is in season, that's what you should eat. If the avocado is not in season, you don't eat. But now there's like this facade about avocado. So we take all these fruits from, uh, take them off the tree before they're ready, which means to me that they're not, they're not at 100% uh, benefit for you. Early in her life, she noticed that she wanted to get into the hospitality business. Living in La Guaira, and on the coast and being able to go into hotels and, you know, just because I lived around, I go see my friends, like old family that came to the hotels. And I remember I was like, I don't know, maybe nine, 10 years old. And I asked my mother, what do you have to study to be in this industry with people and food and music and wine and beer? And just always people in a good mood. Before beginning Shore to Door in 2015, she spent 30 years in the hospitality business of Miami. She stayed busy, worked hard, saved her money, and traveled every summer. She became a valued local in the Grove, but she was always thinking of what was still needed in her community. Every town should have certain things like a post office, a bank, a bakery, a coffee shop, a fish market, a meat shop, you know, the church, a synagogue. It just it should be the Buddhist temple. It should all be, you know, the surf shop. I mean, it's, you know, it's silly, but that's the ideal 
things for me, you know. Most people have a boat that go fishing, but there's other people, other people that don't have a boat, that don't get to go fishing, that don't get to. So I decided to say, you know what, for the people that don't have a boat, I'll fish for them. I thought, well, you know, we, we need a fish market. So I started looking and it so happens that I was driving around and I was like, wow, man, you know, wait, there's a fish right there. I'm going to just knock on the door. And it was a faded fish on the, on the wall. And we knocked on the door, knocked on the door, and nobody would open. And I kept going around to the hood and people asking people, hey, you know, who owns this? She eventually found the owner of the defunct fish market, which preceded her, made a deal to take over the property. And within like three months, I quit my job and started doing Hoshore to Door. And it's as pure as you can get. Indira personally sources all of the fish directly from fishermen that she has built relationships with over her time in the hospitality industry. She even delivers to your home, hence the name. And for her weekly routine? I, I drive to the Keys at least once a week. <laughs> yes. They're just local fishermen from the Keys, you know, and here in the Grove, too. Um, they go out fishing every day, rain or shine sometimes, you know. By operating a shop with such a simple philosophy of serving only local and fresh fish, she certainly run into challenges with communicating that to new customers who simply aren't used to shopping this way for their food. Some people still want to buy what they want, when they want it, even if it's frozen. I don't go to a fish market thinking I'm going to buy a piece of grouper. I go to a fish market. That's what I want people to get from here. When you come here, come to get the fresh, and I mean, the, the fresh local stuff. It could be grouper, it could be mahi, it could be blackfin tuna, it could be yellow tuna. I mean, whatever it is, that's what, that's what I want people to get from here. So that's, it's challenging. But conversely, she loves the opportunity this presents. You, te you teach people about new fish. Yeah, like it's not just a yellow tail snapper. You can te teach people about trigger fish and, uh, you know, golden tile, like stuff like just different types of fish. And people find it like, wow, this is a great fish, you know? So they'll call me again and be like, hey, Indira, do you, do you have this fish? You know? And I have to teach him then, hey, that was a fresh catch, you know? Some people will go with, with the flow and be like, okay, what's local, what's fresh, that's what I want. And then I'll be like this, this, and this. Okay, give me a couple pounds of this, give me a couple pounds of that, yeah. It's a slow process, you know, I've only been here three years, you know, so it's a slow process. We would tell you shorter doors, business hours, but they're based on availability too just like the product. The product she sells is wild. It's one of the few truly wild foods available to us. And call me anytime. If I don't answer the phone, it's because we're, I'm out of town. If I'm not at the shop, it's because we have no fresh local seafood. And I stick by that. If we're not here, it's because I don't have anything fresh. Later on, Indira and her chef generously shared with us their expert tips on shopping for fresh fish, what to look for, and of course, how to make a really killer ceviche. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, 
even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&Ms, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. With AT&T in-car Wi-Fi, elevate your adventure by transforming your vehicle into a reliable Wi-Fi hotspot. Connect up to 10 devices up to 50 feet away from your vehicle, making it ideal for camping and road trips. Don't miss out on the fun. Embark on your next adventure today. Visit att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to check if you're eligible for a free trial. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. Our next guest is one of Miami's rising star chefs, Timon Ballou. My name is Timon Ballou, chef owner of Ballou Restaurant, downtown Miami, and partner at Sugarcane Raw Bar Grill, Miami, Las Vegas, and Brooklyn, New York. Ballou earned his expertise on all things raw fish through a long and winding path cooking nearly every major global cuisine. But his dreams of becoming a chef as a youth were nearly abandoned. He thought he'd get into the finance industry to make his family proud. Fortunately for us, that didn't last. And we'll hear about what happened when he embraced his passion for cooking. When we contacted Timon in August of 2019, he was in the middle of construction for his forthcoming project called Baloo. He found time to chat with our producer, Jonathan, in between equipment deliveries and meetings with designers. We wanted to learn his convictions on preparing raw fish, but we also heard his personal journey. Actually, on Saturday mornings, I used to watch, instead of cartoons, a chef by the name of Martin Yan and his show called Yan Can Cook on PBS. Martin Yan was one of the early TV chefs, and he was crazy, enthusiastic, knowledgeable, and able to convey not only that knowledge, but his passion for cooking. I love the guy. I was just mesmerized, really, by the way he would dice and chop using his cleaver with the loud sounds, the way he would cook 
with the pans and the flame and also his charismatic facial expressions and also his his education of ingredients. But young Timon always pictured chefs as someone in TV land, like Disney characters. He never internalized becoming a chef as a realistic goal. Uh, I want to make my family proud. And I was like, you know, wearing a suit and going to Wall Street would be the way. So I had the idea of going into business school and finance and make my way to Wall Street. He really wanted to be a good son. He tried, but it didn't last. I wasn't happy with finance, but I still enrolled in college. And I was actually interning at uh, Smith Barney and Shearson when I realized that I don't know if this is for me. Then one day, fate intervened. Well, not fate. Timon's wife, then girlfriend, intervened. When she was picking up takeout from their neighborhood sports bar, she insightfully decided to grab Timon a job application on her way out. She even lined up a job interview on his behalf. And then that led to me quitting school and saying, okay, I'm going to, you know, take a hiatus and try to follow my dream and cook and see what happens. And he loved it. It was just dropping wings and chopping rough salads, but he was hooked. However, this restaurant staffed cooks who were sort of working for beer and just getting by. He knew he wanted to climb into more inspiring environments. And there was a chef from a local hotel that was right next door that would come in and sit in the bar after work in his whites. Timon got a job there. First day in the hotel was doing a matzo braai omelets for a thousand people. And that's one way to get thrown to a fire. Never really making any omelets, never been shown omelets. I loved it. And I went from every department in that hotel and at the hotel is when I was able to be exposed to a French brigade and that this is a a, a professional industry. And that was part of my decision making to enroll in culinary school and get a formal education. There are pros and cons of going to cooking school. The con being it's frigging expensive. But what you pay for is speed and efficiency. If you find a great program, you learn what you need to know to do the rest and you learn it fast. And once you've got the fundamentals, you can go anywhere in the world because the fundamentals are the same in every language. Timon chose Europe. Going to Europe and working with the guys that are embedded in, it's in their bloodline from the culture of growing up eating cheese and great bread and probably drinking wine at a young age. It's like they know this probably better than anyone. After Europe, Baloo returned to Miami and landed a job with our friend, the amazing Michelle Bernstein. Just working with her exposed exposed me to everything. That was one of the best kitchens. This woman was just magical. It was the first time I ever saw so many ingredients from all over the world and saw how the, she was using them. And it really blew my mind. You know, God, fresh langoustines from, from Europe, you know, uh, Santa Barbara sea urchin and crazy crabs out of the West Coast. And all the yuzus and and just all these flavors. It was just incredible. Baloo kept his forward momentum for discovering every cuisine that he could. He next landed a position at the Miami edition of La Broche. Chef Sergi Arola's Madrid location of La Broche earned two Michelin stars and was part of the school of Spanish chefs that pushed avant-garde cooking forward in new and exciting ways. And it blew my mind because I only knew French. I did not know anything that the guys were doing, not just on the technique of a foam or sphere of pulling neutral sugar and casing it in foie gras so it pursed. Not just that, the thought process was the biggest thing I took away and really changed my life. And we were in the morning going to the coffee station and having espresso. And he goes to me, do you like coffee? 
while I was putting my sugar in my espresso. And I said, uh, yeah, I, lo I love coffee. He's like, no, you don't. And I'm like, why? He's like, I hate coffee, and you do too. I said, why do you say that? He's like, you're altering the real taste. Coffee is bitter. You don't like coffee. You like sugar. That fucking baffled me at the time. They broke it down to the purest of salt, bitter, acid, texture on your tongue. It was my time where it wasn't just the worker anymore collecting data. It was how to start thinking about the data you started to collect. And then hopefully, eventually, let that data be your voice and food. So now Baloo is thinking. He's learning. He's experiencing where the fundamentals can take you. And one of those directions was East, learning Japanese thinking, Japanese preparations. I worked amongst the sushi chefs, learning their philosophy and technique on how to treat fish. Why do they marinate some sakus or loins in, in kombu? What that does to it? You know, how do you treat the fish with uh, pristine? You know, why it's important your knife is, is, is sharp so you can cut direct and straight through. Accompaniments to not overpower and realize fat content. What does changing elements of uh, torching something? You know, so it started to make me think. 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 The most underrated skill in the kitchen. Baloo has cooked for more than 20 years now, but he still has a student's mentality. And he repeatedly talks about new lessons as collecting data. Maybe some of his finance lessons did prove to be of use. Nonetheless, Timon has a complex identity to discover about himself. And it seems that he's been continuously exploring it through his journey through the flavors of the world and its many cultures and the many cultures inside him. Because when I grew up, my mother used to speak uh, Mandarin to me, and I went to a Chinese preschool. But being a kid, I wanted to be so Americanized. So I said, stop speaking, uh, you know, speak English. And I actually forgot how to speak. My dad's Indian, my mother's mixed, I have black in me, I have all these cultures in me. I'm a brown dude. People don't know where the fuck I'm from. In the back of my mind, I always was trying to find myself. Although Timon is working on a new concept, his existing restaurants called Sugarcane are alive and thriving, with locations in Dumbo, Brooklyn, Las Vegas, and in Midtown Miami, of course. As he made his way inside his new space, he told us about what an important step Sugarcane has been for his personal discovery. So when I came to Miami, I wanted, came back to South Florida doing Sugarcane in, 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 in Midtown, Nothing was there at the time, and it was a uh, uh, economy was tanking and vacant buildings everywhere, high rises, you know, with cranes that were just not working, and kind of opened up in what at the time was a sketchy neighborhood, but it was about cooking chefs' food, and it, and we had to like check our egos kind of, and the model changed, and people did, couldn't afford to go to fine dining, so we were just making regular food really good the best kind of food there is of course now that timon and his partners have set up three successful locations of sugarcane he was ready for a more comfortable small-scale expression of the flavors that excite him he led us on a walking tour to explain why here is the right place for his next restaurant uh, we're here in downtown miami on the corner of you know east flagler and northeast second avenue uh and flagler is just one of the most historic streets in Miami, 
the downtown renaissance that's happening right now is incredible. You, like every city, you have these pockets of neighborhoods that emerge. And for many years, downtown Miami kind of sat dormant with a lot of vacancies, a lot of empty retail shops, but these old classic architecture buildings and no one besides the financial district south was really doing a lot here. So it's like, it's such a awesome city to be in and this old feeling area is so raw. It's like one of the best canvases for young creators. So we wanted to inject ourselves here and what we notice is this feels like downtown LA. This feels like you could be in a in Chicago somewhere. You could be in a different city. So we have all of that romance coupled with the magic of South Florida. This is the concrete. This is the vibe. This is the real Miami. This is the area that whether people say it's next, this is the area where we should be doing shit. This is the the street. And Anything that comes from the street is real. As for the restaurant itself, it's finally aligned completely with Timon's identity. It's named Baloo. Baloo is small and cozy. It'll only have around 20 seats. And somehow they plan to fit three cooks on a 10-foot line. Oh, and by the way, it's hidden from the street. It's down a corridor, almost hidden. Like if you see in Tokyo, Jiro dreams of sushi or if you go in New York sometimes you have to walk down into a basement and you find this ma magical majestic place and you're like what the f did I just step into it's like taking the red or the green pill and going down in the matrix we don't have any signage we're not any frontage of the street we're actually down what they call an alley or arcade of this this old Ingram building so there's a couple you know uh, vendors to the left and right, like there's a dental office here, the wine bar's in the front, there's a gym to the left, and I'm just a little, all the way down the alley, you can see my neon blue sign, and you can see an exposed kitchen where I'll be cooking every day. This will probably be the first time I am doing some fusion food, but it took me 20 years to be able to do fusion. And I was hated the word for so long, so while gathering the data and cutting your teeth, I wanted to work for the best French chef or the best Spanish chef or the best Japanese chef. And I never wanted to create fusion because that was known as confusion. And it didn't take until, again, being 40 and being an adult and not having an ego and realizing being comfortable in my skin to be able to show what I actually like and what I believe America is now. We are a global melting pot and we are all fused now. Again, my Trinidadian roots and realizing what does that mean and my Indian roots, what spices and flavors does that mean? And, and just trying to bring the smells of my house to the city of Miami. The smells of my house, bringing them, they're transportable. I love that. But American cuisine is a mixture now. And what I love to know is that we could be of any different color, but maybe in, I go to your house and I'm sure you probably have a Cholula's or a Sriracha next to the Heinz ketchup and a Hellman's mayo, because that is what America is now. 
and we all are engulfed and we're like crossbred in each other. And that's what the beauty of food is. So this will be me presenting that to you from a way the chef wants to eat it. And that's it. It's no more let me cook only worried about the business. Now I'm cooking only for me and I hope you guys enjoy it. Coming up after the break, Indira, Timon, and another special guest give us their expert tips on how to shop for sashimi-quality fish and how to prepare a really killer, simple ceviche, fish cooked cold in acid. the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 infinity qx80 join us march 20th live from the edge at hudson yards in new york city featuring an unforgettable performance by grammy and academy award-winning singer songwriter and composer john batiste the all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Are you ready to share some joy and celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's has partnered with iHeart for Women Take the Mic, treating you to the most uplifting and empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight like listening to your favorite podcast. So grab a handful of that creamy deliciousness, kick back and spread some positivity into the world from smashing glass ceilings to breaking records in sports on stages and at the box office. Women are crushing it in every way imaginable. And with peanut butter M&Ms by your side, relax and keep listening to women. Take the mic podcasts as you dance your way through inspiring stories, share laughs and savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&Ms and the unstoppable force of women. Happy International Women's Day. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Stay connected and never miss a beat with AT&T. Our reliable network covers more roads than any other carrier, ensuring you're always in the loop. Whether it's tournament upsets, buzzer beaters, or social media buzz, stay up to date. 
Don't let the action pass you by. Check if you're eligible for a free trial of in-car Wi-Fi at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. And keep the madness going. Always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. During our conversation in the yard at Shore to Door, Indira's friend and colleague, Chef Carlos Sandoval, joined unexpectedly. And what luck. Carlos Sandoval, I'm a chef and a culinary producer. Carlos is an accomplished chef, TV producer, kite surfer, and helps out at Shore to Door. And for Shore to Door, he loves taking great care of the fish that Indira sources. I'm here uh, helping uh, cutting the fish, uh, using every part of the fish, don't, don't have any waste. It's very important is that when we receive a fish, we make sure that we have the freshest, that we cut it on the right temperature, and we use every part of the fish. For example, after I get, I fillet uh, a snapper, you know, I also get the cheekbones out because you can use that for ceviche. I scrape the bones and there's always a little bit of meat. Even if you're a pro cutting the fish, there's always some leftover meat that get trapped on the, on the bones and you can scrap that out. And then uh, the carcass, you can make an excellent soup. So it's very important to, to acknowledge that it's an animal that is from our earth. So we have to, we have to use every part of it. If not, it's just being, it's just cheating to yourself, I, I believe. Amen. He explained his tips for buying great fish for use in raw preparations. Well, first, just get a really fresh food. Important, very important. If, if, um, if the fish is not fresh, and it, you know people are not handling it right you can get sick by it you know okay don't make people sick good business practice but how about practical tips for the home cook how do you know when when a fish is not good when you smell it if you feel some uh, spiciness or something on your throat that means that that is is just that's that's not the right fish if it smells like fish, that means that it's not as fresh, you know, okay? So if you feel it's, it's sliminess through the other fish, that fish is not, it's, it's not fresh. Also, inside, inside where, where it was, are his guts, you can see if the, the coloration is, um, uh, how do you say, oxidized. That just means it's off color. Enzymes and spoilage bacteria discolor fish. It should look good. Your eyes should tell you, your nose should tell you that you want to eat it. And don't be afraid to question your fishmonger. If it's in a case, ask to smell the fish before you buy it. Touch it even. After we spoke with our three guests, a funny thing happened. Even though they've each been all over the world and led very different lives, they had all but identical tips about ceviche, proof of its absolute simplicity and purity. Take it away, guys. People ask me how to make ceviche which is very simple, very light. And people come back and they're like, man, I'm making that again. You know, like, you know, that was a great recipe and it's super light super, and people don't have that sense of like, oh my God, I'm stuffed, you know? Given that you've already sourced great quality fish, it's sashimi quality. You know, we say sashimi quality because it's a universal language that it means you can eat it raw. Super fresh, great source. And really, you, the hardest thing is to try not to mess it up. When it comes to seafood, I happen to believe strongly the less the better because you're going to get this beautiful quality ingredients and you don't want to mask all the flavor if you season it you're going to take away from its true flavor 
you know, which is, you know, the ocean, right? <laughs> the first thing I think about when preparing fish raw comes down to the muscle texture composition of the fish and how that's going to feel in your mouth. I would say the, the best fish for a ceviche is the white uh, fish, like snapper, grouper, pompon. It needs a couple elements, three elements, honestly. Salinity. Sea salt. And you're going to salt them first. Salt. It draws out water from the fish and seasons the fish. Very important. You cut them on the same size. You put it on a bowl, whatever, a container. The salt is going to dehydrate all this juice, okay? But it's going to contain them there, okay? And you leave it there for like five, five minutes, five to six minutes. Make sure that all the dice are the same size because you're going to be cooking the fish with the pH acid, the acidity of the lemon, liver lime, of any of these fruits that has the acidity. Acid flavors that tasty water drawn out and cooks the protein. The fish. And when you add the juice, because the, the fish was dehydrated by the salt, now the, the fish is going to absorb all those liquids, you know, and it's going to be part of the fish. And then you choose if you want bitter or sweet. It's a choice, so maybe you do both. For example, strawberries and, um, and grapefruit has a lot of sweet, you know. So if you are using a, a lime or lemon and then you squeeze it, like if you squeeze it too much, you start getting some really tangy flavor. You want to balance that out, you use a grapefruit, you know, to balance. And then, because the fish is so delicate and neutral, firm but gentle seasoning. Then you add, obviously, something, you know, a little bit spicy, a pepper, jalapeno, not too much. And uh, uh, cilantro, red onions. All of this is adding vibrant colors to the fish, which is becoming opaque from the cold cooking of the acid. The next thing is, I would say it probably falls under the category of texture because you'll see ceviches or you'll see raw fish either cut and diced in cubes. They give you that chunky, meaty mouthfeel, either marinated for short or long periods of time, changing the composition of the meat texture. More than six hours ceviche, and that is in all these uh, lemon lime juices for more than six hours start losing some tendering qualities. So I would say like over that time, you shouldn't, you know, it's, it's, it becomes a different ceviche. But the key first two ingredients that pair great with fish is salinity, acid. And finally, because we use lean fish for ceviche. In there, you'll work fat. Some olive oil, avocado, even sesame oil, depending. But some fat and delicately. And that's it, you know, that's the basic uh, recipe for a ceviche. We make food and cooking so complicated in this country. It's not. Buy good, fresh ingredients and prepare them simply. And there's nothing simpler than raw fish. Buying and preparing raw fish should not be intimidating. If it is, you're in the wrong place. Thanks to men and women like Indira, Timon, and Carlos, you can see the simplicity of ceviche and easily give it a shot. Today, why not? Be off and away. Well, just go to, to find places like Short to Door around you and that encourage that so we have more and more and more. Okay, so that's a sustainable business for us to, to have. So we have to uh, help help us out. No? Uh, find the, the local fish, you know, uh, go see all these signs that you're getting a good fish. Talk to the person who is selling it. Make them responsible for what they're selling you, you know. Uh, so it's a community-based uh, situation. And um, and that's it, you know. Make sure you know that which fish are locals and talk to your fishermen. 
you know, I'm, I'm a meat and potatoes kind of guy. I'm born and raised in the Midwest. I don't eat a lot of fish, but uh, taking Endura's and Carlos' advice, I went and searched out a place near my uh, New York City apartment in the West Village. So I have come here to the Chelsea Market at 15th and 9th Avenue. And I know there's a busy seafood place. You want a busy place. And um, I'm gonna check it out. I've never bought fish here, so I'm gonna check it out. So I'm looking, I'm looking for some fresh fish to make ceviche with. What do you have here that you recommend? Snapper, halibut? Yeah. All right. Um, when did this come in? Coming every day. Coming every day? Yeah. All right. Um, it looks good. It looks clean and pink and um, and bright. I will take a pound of red snapper, please. One pound? Yeah. That's it. Thank you so much. I was impressed. I, I, I liked it. A, a real variety of uh, shellfish and really pristine seafood, all nicely displayed on ice. Uh, big, busy place. So, uh, you know, they do a lot of volume, and that's good. Uh, so they get their fish in fresh every day, he said. And, um, you know, I was impressed. And now I'm on my way home to make some ceviche. Bottom line, whether you live on a coast or if your fish is shipped in, Many stores get their fish overnighted, so it really is fresh. Find those places in your city. Then spread the word so that those great places thrive, so that good food thrives, and all will be well. Thanks again to our guests, Indira Funes, Timon Ballou, and Carlos Sandoval. From Scratch is produced by Jonathan Dressler, our executive producer is Christopher Hasiotis. Our supervising producer is Gabrielle Collins. All of the music is by Ryan Scott, off his album, A Freak Grows in Brooklyn. Also, I've got a new book out called From Scratch, about 10 staple meals and all they can teach you about cooking. We'll have a link in the show notes or go to Amazon or any independent bookseller. From Scratch is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Infinity Presents, a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, hey, it's Malcolm Gladwell host of Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Your elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive entirely its own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber. Not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. When you're an American Express Platinum card member, don't be surprised if you say things like, Chef, what course are we on? 
I've, I've lost count. Or... Shoot that, shoot that. And even... Checkout's not until 4, so... Because the American Express Platinum Card offers access to exclusive reservations at renowned restaurants, elevated experiences at live events, and 4 p.m. late checkout at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. That's the powerful backing of American Express. See how to elevate your experiences at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Terms apply. Ready to celebrate International Women's Day? M&M's and iHeart present Women Take the Mic, sharing empowering stories of women supporting and celebrating each other. And of course, there is a smooth and creamy companion for your listening pleasure, peanut butter M&M's, because they're just another way to help treat yourself in situations where you deserve a little added delight, like listening to your favorite podcast. So savor the deliciousness of peanut butter M&M's and spread some positivity. From breaking glass ceilings to dominating in sports and entertainment, women truly are unstoppable.